Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm in the mood for something just a little bit wild. God! Now or never, here it comes. Take yourself on a journey into the unknown. Yeah! Are you ready? Attention. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. And how you guys doing? Welcome to the show. I'm surprised I'm even here right now. China Dow gave me freaking food poisoning today, man. I had this great spread this morning, man. A nice pork steak sandwich. A nice omelet with sausage in it. Some nice... You know what she does? I have to admit, kick butt when it comes to broccoli and cheese and stuff. But, you know, lay down, take a nap and stuff, because I was up since, I don't know, 5 o'clock this morning or something. So I went in there, take a nap. Woke up in the most pain that I've ever been been in i said oh shit man i got a freaking stomach flu or something happening here and you know walk upstairs and see with me the best thing that works with me because you start getting that sweat and that adrenaline pumping and stuff when you get sick to your stomach i went up into the studio and blasted the air conditioner laid on the cold ass floor and finally after about an hour or so i got my bearings with me again but yeah you see what happens when hollywood pisses off china down in the morning show i freaking almost get poisoned to death that ain't cool man you know i thought you know she take it in stride and stuff like that but no she goes and tries to poison my ass man that ain't cool poison hollywood like that uh but anyway yeah i got a little after effects of it but you know i've been drinking some black tea with lemon that's my go-to for everything uh i believe tea uh, solves the whole everybody's problems and in uh, mary jane so yeah i'm glad to be here today this is the start of the summer programming schedule for Insane Throttle, meaning Rockin' with Hollywood will be on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Central Time only through the summertime and springtime, whatever you want to call this mess right now. It goes up and down, up and down. Uh, but anyway, it's riding season and stuff like that. So every Thursday, Rockin' with Hollywood at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard. In the mornings, it stays the same. Yes, I'm going to have my co-host, my vice freaking wife uh, in here with me at 8 30 a.m. right after the usual business over on YouTube so don't get confused man don't get confused how you guys doing in discord we got Geo Donna Rubik Sarge uh, what else Grandpa Slayer Iron Horse Mammy Rubix got them all in here Grizz is in here the whole nine yards how you guys doing on my radio station man and I really gotta say man thanks to everybody for all the big support worldwide you guys are killer uh, it means a lot that the radio station took off so uh, fast maybe it has to do with my great taste in music I don't know what do you guys think or it's my just my personality uh, you know I talk the way I talk and you know I'm straightforward. Uh, tomorrow, we have a pretty interesting show for the first segment of the show. It has to do with a former Outlaws uh, chapter president, Joe Crazy Joe Spaschia, and he escaped death row five times. He was actually given the warrants in the whole nine yards. And it has to do with the 1970s error case where back then it was pretty bad, man, for bikers and stuff. I always talk about that kind of stuff. But anyway, even the jury came out and admitted that they didn't know if he was guilty of the crime. But because he looked scary and he had some of the club members in there wearing all their regalia, uh, they decided uh, to sentence him to life in prison. And I argue in the first segment in the United States, you are supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. That didn't happen in this, man. They had a ton of reasonable doubt, but because they didn't like him or the way he looked or who he was a part of, they convicted him. 
And in that testimony, the only thing the state had was a teenage witness who backtracked in the mid-80s. He was uh, hopped up on LSD. And how he got events, uh, you know, got to testify to the events is he underwent hypnosis. And everybody knows hypnosis is a bunch of bullshit, if you ask me. Uh, Somebody, yeah, can tap into your uh, subconscious mind, but they can also push you in a direction that uh, you have no idea about. So it might seem real to you, but it's just somebody, you know, speaking in your ear, if you would. Uh, Like they always say, the devil speaks in your ear. That's kind of what hypnosis is to me and shit like that. Uh, sad state of affairs, man. You know what? This guy is still in prison. And you'll get the whole story uh, tomorrow. But he's still in prison, still fighting the system. If the system has to be summed up in one way, and it could be used in this case, is everything is stacked against you if they don't like you. If they don't like who you are or what you represent, they will use everything in their power to go after you. People have to understand with the government, they got unlimited funds. That's why you see a conviction rate of 98%. Because most people... They can't keep up with the money that it's required to get a fair trial in this country. Hundreds of thousands and even millions of dollars have to be spent to defend yourself. Well, you could get a public uh, defender. All they are is public pretenders. That ain't real representation in this country. That's why you see mostly poor people in the joint you hardly ever see a rich person behind bars hardly ever take the case of Lori Laughlin and her husband with that whole business uh, which I think they, you know they were probably innocent but you know they had big names and you know I like Lori Laughlin I think she's hot as hell anyway If it was somebody else that, you know, was found guilty or pleaded to that charge like they did, they would have probably got five to ten years. But because they had money and they had a lawyer that was good, something not afforded to the rest of the people, they only got, what, two and six months? Uh, I think Laughlin got two months and the other one got six? That should really tell you something about this country. The Supreme Court ruled that Hillary Clinton did not have to testify in her deposition to Judicial Watch regarding her missing emails. Again, if that was you or I, we'd be sitting and rotting in fucking jail right now. And if it was you or I, we wouldn't have got away with not having to do a deposition. But because she's rich, because she's powerful, that didn't happen to her. Now, when people go around talking about uh, criminal justice reform, I think, uh, you know what, the good that is needed with criminal justice reform is getting a black eye because all these idiots, these BLM and Antifa protesters are really screwing it up. But I do think there needs to be criminal justice reform. The United States is one of the countries uh, in this world that has a huge inmate population. Be that it was because of the war on drugs, which we all know is a bunch of bullshit. You know, in the 80s, oh, this is your brain on drugs. And next thing you know, everybody's behind bars for next to nothing. You got the three strike, uh, your outlaws. Oh, Go steal a bicycle, you get life in jail. That's the type of thinking we have where the elite think they can make the rules and hover over us. They're better than us as people. That's what money and power does to a person. So what you get is a bunch of politicians that pass all these freaking draconian laws 
that lock up nobody but poor people who can't afford a good defense. Tomorrow's case, you're going to be like, holy shit. Because I was. I was like, okay, let me take a look at this one. Because somebody uh, sent it to me and says, you know what? You really need to cover something like this. So I covered it. When I do the case stuff, and this is what is so uh, got me hooked to what I'm doing now on the first segment on YouTube. Is the facts and the information that you get if you really look into it. Again, I can only do a half hour uh, with the first segment because we go to about 9.30 and we got other things to talk about. But you learn so much about the system that we live in in the United States. Is it different in Canada? Yes. I. You know what? I've even admitted that because most of the time when you get life in the States, it's without parole. Meaning you're going to die in that shit. Up in Canada, most of the time, and I'm going to be covering that uh, massacre in Sheldon next week, they got life, but after 25 years, you're eligible for parole. A whole entire different system up there. Same with Oz. Same with Europe. But the United States that is supposed to be the beacon of freedom is so skewed against the common man, it's pitiful. That is just like bikers, man. And boy, did they hate bikers back in the 70s. And you will see that tomorrow. How bad. Uh, because I always say, you know, for the clubs that just start up, they throw on diamonds, they think they're all fucking that. Or you got guys that go to other dominants to get permission to wear the diamond, and they're given that. And personally, I think that's just, you know, flooded the diamond down, but who cares? You know, I don't. Uh, but anyway, they didn't have to put their dues in and live like these older guys had to live. It was terrible back then. You know, you want to talk about motorcycle uh, club profiling, the 1970s, I think, would have been that air that it really came full circle because this country was screwed up in the 60s. The 60s, everybody pissed off the government, not just bikers. You know, you had your hippies and all that bullshit. But in the 70s is when it really became pretty bad for bikers because uh, you had, uh, the, the, what is it, the state attorney general or assistant, whatever it was, in California. They started targeting the Hells Angels real hardcore. They eventually got them to a RICO stage in 79. But it was all during the 70s that it was really bad. And when you hear tomorrow a jury actually say that, well, we didn't know if he was guilty or not, but we don't like him, and put this guy in prison for a judge to overrule the jury, which you'll hear about, and give him a death penalty, that is not justice in this country. Now, if he did it, then you got to mete out the punishment. But if he didn't, which I don't think he did that one, because all the evidence says otherwise, if he was put in front of of a jury today I am guessing they're smart enough to know that he didn't do it he was denied parole in 2008 uh, they brought even other club stuff into that and that's one thing I argue is every time these guys from a club no matter what they do go to trial the prosecutors don't concentrate on them and the supposed crimes they committed they always go towards the club and what certain members of that club did in the past. I don't understand how that's admissible in court. It's downright ridiculous if you ask me. Anyway, we're going to take our first uh, break right now, our first song break, and we'll be right back with some more for you. No dark sarcasm 
Oh yeah, that one right there was for Sarge, man. He's been wanting to hear that Pink Floyd. This next one goes out to my lovely Viper wife, the one who tried to poison me today. Bring home some Pepto-Bismol because you food poisoned my ass today. But we're going to go with her favorite song right now. and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't get the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happen. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. 
As long as you've got a radio, you are never alone and you never will be. Quality Rock. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. Oh yeah, baby, how you guys doing? We are back, man. That song went out to my viper, China Dow. She almost killed my ass today. You believe that? I should be going up to her right now and go punch her right in the mouth for this one. I, like, have that... Do you know how you get that after effect when you got the stomach flu? Well, that's what I got right now, and boy, I'm like, you motherfucker, you. You know, she did that shit to me just on purpose. I bet you... You know, when I was eating the steak... I was like, it's a little pink, okay, so it's, you know, you know, it's done all right, and I started eating and then stuff, I was like, hey man, that's good and shit, but I guess the A1 helped uh, hide the taste for me, and next thing you know, I'm all fucked up. That's, you know what, that's just wrong, man. And freaking uh, Dark Soul just put it in Discord, uh, a picture of a viper, the tongue. That's what all you women should do. You guys should go get your tongue split so, you know what, you're not hiding what you are as a viper. I told her, don't ever take what I say on the show offensively. Because you know I love you. You're cute. Ain't she cute? She's cute right now. Even in that work outfit, she looks cute. But no, she has to take it fucking personal. And she almost kills me. So what would have happened? You guys would have heard that Hollywood died of natural causes when it would have been her fucking fault that she poisoned me and gave me food poisoning and she would have walked scot-free. See, she is a black widow now that you know what i'm gonna watch myself from now on i'm gonna watch whatever i do around her i'm gonna be alert and that's what you men have to do you gotta be alert around your significant other because they will poison your ass in a heartbeat. Now, they will. she probably put rat poison in that shit and i you know what i must have a super immune system if that's what she did Trying to kill Hollywood, man. You can't do that. That's just wrong. What the hell's wrong with her? Anyway, I'm glad you guys are enjoying this shit. Because Hollywood's stomach, man, it's like going through a grind right now. I don't know what the hell she did. But you know what? Now you guys wonder why I make fun of her when she cooks. Now, do I have that problem when my son cooks? Nope. Never have a problem. But when it comes to China Dow, it's like what Dark Soul just put a bottle with the freaking skull and crossbones with poison underneath. You could have just warned my ass, hey, you know what, you're an asshole this morning, I didn't like what you said, you're a dick, you're out there flirting with other pretty women, and you know I get jealous when you you know, flirt with somebody prettier than me, so you know what, you should have known better and then just put that shit in my stuff. Sad state of fucking affairs these days with you women, man. My God. Uh, Plossy, if China wanted to kill you, you'd be dead. Clearly, she just wanted you to suffer. You're damn right she's making me suffer, man. I'm suffering like hell right now, man. And you know what? It ain't right that you men in there that are in the anti-Viper League ain't defending Hollywood right now. No. You always have to defend China down. But no, you don't ha- you don't defend Hollywood. What's wrong with you? These women are going nuts and saying that she just wanted me to suffer and you guys are just sitting there with your peckers in your hand. What kind of stuff is that, man? Oh. Let's see here. Hollywood, I would help her with the body. You know what? I, I don't doubt that. <laughs> China Dow wants to murder my ass. Just call Donna get her over the fucking border and they'll dispose of my shit my, themselves. That's pretty fucked up if you ask me, man. <laughs> you know, then you'll probably have Flossie doing the same shit to me. Uh, but <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, enough with her trying to kill my ass, you know, because I might give her some fucking ideals. Anyway, uh, back to our uh, discussion about the court system rigged against us and how people, they don't 
like us for the lifestyle that we live now i don't know if you ever had a profiling incident or if you were ever harassed by the police because of the way you looked or you know what dark soul you know i know how these dot cops are uh how they get their hard-ons when they pull over a semi-truck they put our truck drivers through some fucking hell, man. And it's twice as bad when you're a biker and truck driver that they really get fucking going on you. So a lot of us know about profiling and stuff. A lot of us know about police harassment. And it's just not a myth. Now, I was sent about two hours ago a link to that Prick, Ryan Erlacher's site. Lawabitingbiker.com. That prick motherfucker. Anyway, he goes and starts, and this was a few years ago. I don't know if I ever covered this shit or not. But he goes into how clubs are nothing but propagandists. They're putting out propaganda to make them look bad. This is the type of guy you just want to punch right in the fucking mouth. Kind of like how I want to punch China down the mouth right now for what she did to me. Anyway. He goes on and says, he's always stated, not every member of a 1% outlaw motorcycle gang, right there he makes himself look like an asshole instead of saying 1% outlaw motorcycle club, he goes into the gang shit, is committing crimes all the day, every day. However... It is a fact that there are large factions within these OMGs that have committed or are committing criminal offenses of all sorts. Well, I would say look in the mirror, you cocksucker. Weren't you one uh, that you were in a defendant in an appeals case where you profiled the black dude and you were giving him all kinds of problems? So why should we take anything you say to heart? And you're saying a large factions within these clubs committed or committing uh, criminal offenses? Have you ever looked at you guys? You guys are worse than not. we are, you pricks. At least we're not the pedophilias that you guys are. You got a lot of cops that like kids, don't you? But God forbid you talk about that. For God forbid you get both sides of the story, you prick. Uh, this has been proven over a very long period of time with many OMG members convicted of an array of crimes. Again, and your point is, you got a cop, I was it Oklahoma or Texas, where he raped people on the job and I, he got like 400 years or some shit. He was crying like a little bitch in the courtroom. But what does that say about you guys? Most of the crimes that, uh, you know, we cover, you guys are sexual predators, man. And you use your bag, badge and your position to get your way with people. Because you know that people cannot afford an attorney to go through the court system. So not only do you fuck them on the job, you fuck them out of their opportunity for due process. So don't even go into that freaking uh, space here. Over time, many have been convicted. So have you guys. You know what? He's just an ignorant prick, this guy. He really is. He wants so bad to be us, to be a member of a motorcycle club with a three-piece patch. He wants it so bad, all you have to do is watch his videos. Here he's claiming OMGs, okay? But guess what kind of rocker he's wearing? He's wearing a three-piece, a cop club. A three-piece is a designation of an outlaw motorcycle club, you fucking moron. But his audience is nothing but ignorant pricks. You know, the type that go out and get the Harleys in the mid-50s because they're having some kind of uh, midlife crisis. Yeah, that's the type of people that listen to him. His 
biker revolution bullshit. And little does he know, he gets these kind of people fucking hurt on the street because, you know what, they uh, try to claim the bullshit he does. Oh, it's a U.S. constitutional right. You can do this and can do that. And I've always said, yes, you can. But you're going to get an ass kicking for it. So hopefully you know how to back your patch. He claims, because he was pissed off because a law, an anti-profiling law was passed in his state of Washington State. He went and banged on the, the governor because she took pictures with one percenters. He goes on to say, be careful of the propaganda you see online making motorcycle profiling seem like this is some out-of-control issue. Well, you know what's an out-of-control issue, you piece of shit? Look at what's going on in our country right now. It's burning down because you idiots have to act like God. It's burning down. Are you going to tell me that that's not an epidemic with cops shooting people? And I'm only not only talking about cops shooting blacks. Cops shooting whites, too. They're shooting Hispanics. But most of the time, they get off because of their badge and their gun. And you're trying to say that this ain't an epidemic? It is an epidemic. Go down to Texas. Texas is crazy. They hate bikers. I really do believe that. I think those cops hate bikers. I believe it. Just with their actions. Stop motorcycle profiling, he says, but it's not really a problem. And it's pushed by 1% of motorcyclists on the roads. Oh, really? Abate's pushing a law right here in Illinois right now, an anti-profiling law. The AMA at the national level is doing it. The Motorcycle Rights Foundation's doing it nationally right now. So how is it just 1% of motorcyclists? He goes on to say the more protection they can get, the better, I guess, was their stance. Be careful of the propaganda. He says be careful and always do your own research. We did our research on you uh, there, Ryan. You're involved in a suit. In an appeals court where you profile and banged up a black guy. I don't see it anywhere in here. I don't see it. Wait a second, why? Less than 1% of law enforcement officers in the United States are corrupt or dirty in some way. You know what? I've always said. Come to Chicago and within a week... I can have them on a fucking payroll. And that goes for most people outside of Chicago too. I guarantee if I bring the money and I bring the bitches, your ass would be on the payroll in a heartbeat. Ryan. Because you know what? You look like you need a good screwing, man. I don't know what your wife looks like, but she probably laughs at you. Every time you get on your motorcycle with that three-piece patch. She probably laughs at you. I wouldn't doubt she's out there banging a one percenter right now because she wants the real thing. I'm just saying, man. Then he goes on to go after against the motorcycle profiling project, which all cops do on that one. Uh, that ain't no... Uh, I guess they don't like it uh, being reported to the world uh, just exactly how they do things. I actually talk about this kind of stuff in my book. How you, you know what? How you can freaking turn a cop in a heartbeat, man. And how we did it. Again, it only takes cash and a fucking nice broad. And they're turned in a heartbeat. So I don't want to hear less than 1% of law enforcement are corrupt. Especially when you got cases coming out of New York City and New Jersey where whole freaking... Uh, precincts are getting hit. Christ's sakes, you got a whole freaking deal in LA 
where they tried to mimic the Banditos and started up the Banditos motorcycle or uh, Banditos uh, group in there. We're all Banditos. We get the tattoos and everything. And that's that kind of stuff that pisses somebody off. You know, you want to put your point of view out there, fine. It's a free country. But at least argue it with some merit. We don't need law enforcement propaganda. You're saying we put it out there? No, you guys do a great fucking job doing that on your own. He went in to talk about this. He's really against the COC. I don't know if you ever uh, listened to this cocksucker. But he's really against the COC. He's actually part of uh, the law-abiding alliance. You know, in my day, you would never have a biker or you'd never have a club side with cops. Now, you have this alliance of law-abiding bikers associations or some bullshit I wipe my ass with. That's where you'll have clubs like Legacy MC, old lollipop. They'll join that in a heartbeat. Why? Because they don't want to go through protocol. They think they can work around it. And I know a lot of people say it's time to evolve, move on and stuff. No, I think the old stuff needs to be kept alive if you ask me. Because bikers, we are... The warriors of the world, baby. I don't care what the fuck they have to say.
should fall in battle My brothers who fight by my side Gather my horse and weapons Tell my family how I died Until then I will be strong I will fight for all that is real Right there, Sarge, man, uh, that e Indonesia submarine that uh, sunk, they're now below uh, 3,000 feet below the surface, so sad, man, submariners, man, they're a special kind, let me tell you, uh, Avenge Seven Bowl, natural born killer right now.
yeah, baby, that was Avenge Sevenfold. Don't forget, Sunday is members-only chat in Discord at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We might be on China Dow's phone that day because we're going to be riding out all day and uh, might be doing it from a campground. Uh, but yeah, members-only chat is Sunday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time this Sunday. Uh, don't forget, uh, we are now on the summer schedule for Rockin' with uh, Hollywood. Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time only, but our other shows go on as normal in the morning. Uh, it's supposed to be some good uh, riding weather this weekend. Hopefully, uh, China Dow, she does good with her vaccine tomorrow, and I don't have to freaking uh, babysit her all damn day. Uh, but it's the second one, and I know the second one kicks you in the fucking balls. It kind of kicks you in the balls like China Dow trying to poison my ass this morning uh, with her food and stuff like that. Like that my god is a guy it gave me an after effect as like queasy and all that kind of shit you know i wish i had that uh, what is that zofran or whatever the fuck it is it calms it down let me tell you man uh but anyway man thanks for uh hooking up with the show tonight and uh, i'll see you tomorrow morning uh for motorcycle madhouse uh morning mayhem with myself and china Dow. Boy, is she going to hear from me that I can tell you I'm turning it over to Auto DJ. You guys have a good one.